Hey everybody, welcome back to Mothership Connection. Certainly appreciate you listening last week. Hope you enjoyed that episode. We're back to the normal format here this time. We're going to take a look at the Alien franchise and take a stab at that. I'd certainly appreciate you listening and away we go. Alright, so the Aliens franchise, much like the Terminator franchise, should have stopped after the second movie. Um, Everything since has kind of been a little convoluted mess. Much like the Terminator franchise. Um, but yeah, I mean, Alien, the first two movies are fucking incredible. Uh, the first one's probably one of the greatest movies ever made. Not only is it a great sci-fi movie, it's a, it could probably even be categorized as a horror movie. Um, and to think that it was made, you know, in the 70s, the late 70s, that's absolutely, it's remarkable, really, how great that movie turned out from that time frame and the technology they had available to them, like, the movies, the first Alien movie is just it's phenomenal. It's really, really good. Um, the second one, couldn't ask for a better sequel. Uh, honestly, couldn't ask for a better sequel. It builds upon the story. Uh, it introduces us to more characters. The action's ramped up. Uh, still has that horror element to it. Um, you know, it couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better sequel. You know, Michael Bean's in it. That's always good. And it was just, it was great. Um, you have the, you know, coward backstabber Paul Reiser in there. Um, you know, it's one of the few movies he's ever done, but he, he, he plays the uh, asshole pretty good in that movie, as he's used to playing in most of his roles. But yeah, the one and two are like, they're, you know, they should have just left it alone after that. I mean, I know that it's a big moneymaker, so they kept pumping them out, but uh, the first two are, there's very little wrong with the first two movies. And uh, we're not going to talk about I'm not, I'm not going to include Alien vs. Predator in this uh, Alien franchise discussion because I, I consider that like a separate thing. Um, and those movies are absolute garbage. I mean, you have a person using an alien's head as a shield, despite the fact that the aliens, when you cut them open, shoot out acid that'll burn you, but it doesn't burn her arm when it's a shield for some reason. So, yeah, uh, we're not going to talk about Alien vs. Predator at all, uh, past what I just said. And we'll include the Prometheus and Alien Covenant, um, because I think it it can be tied in pretty well with a few tweaks here. Um, I enjoyed uh, Prometheus. I thought it was fine. I know a lot of people shit all over it, but I think it was fine. And uh, because everybody shit all over it, they changed the story and gave us Alien Covenant, which wasn't bad, but I really would have liked them to continue on the, the path that Prometheus was going, despite the fact that people seem to be a little bit upset with the story, even though it never really had a chance to develop into the trilogy it was supposed to. Alien Covenant's good. It's, you know, it's not what they planned on doing. It still kind of pushes the story forward, but not really what they planned on. But it's, I mean, it's entertaining. It's not bad, but I wish that the, uh, they wouldn't have listened to the fan backlash so much that they changed the story completely from what they're doing, especially since they set up things from Prometheus into Alien Covenant that kind of really didn't pan out, so it's a little little convoluted, a little confusing. Um, but yeah, so we're not going to talk about Avery's Predator. We will talk about Prometheus and the Alien Covenant, but we're going to focus mainly on the main four movies here uh, with Sigourney Weaver and, you know, the main storyline. So we'll start with Alien 1. All right, so Alien is... Like I said earlier, probably one of the best best movies ever made. 
came out in the, in the late 70s. And it was just, it, the movie's incredible. It's great. There's very little um, critique of the movie. It really gets the plot, plot of the whole franchise going. And it's just, it's tense, it's scary, it's sci-fi, it's horror. It's, it, it's, it was really well made. Um, so, I mean, I don't really have much, much to say about the first one because I, I think it's really, I mean, there's really not much I would change about it. Um, kind of don't know why the android, I mean, I understand that they're not supposed to know he was an android, but I don't know why he had to come out of like the, the sleep pod. Like he could have just said, Hey, like I, I woke up first. What's up guys? Um, didn't really have to go that far into faking everybody out. And also, um, the cat's on the ship, but how, what, it was, what did the cat have its own, like, cryo bay? Or is it just kind of some kind of weird immortal, immortal cat? I don't really know. <laughs> but, I mean, there's really not much to say about it. Uh, I think maybe it was a little bit foolish to bring the guy with the alien in his face back into the ship and pretty much leave the door to the room he was in open. Seems kind of a setting yourself up for downfall doing that. But I mean, besides that, I mean, the movie's great. I, I think it's, you know, I said like it's a prime example of just how good movies can be when it's about the movie and it's not about marketing or merchandise or all this other crazy shit. But, but yeah, I mean, Alien, the first Alien movie is, is, is really good. Like, there's really not much you can say about it. the music, like the score, whoever the composer of the score was, like they did a great job. It was just, it was perfect. And the movie's really, really good. Um, of course, you get the, the ending where they jettison and Scorny Weaver shoots that alien out of the ship, which ends up, you know, being a common ending. Happens in three more of the movies. <laughs> but yeah, the first aliens, it's fucking great. I don't, I don't really don't have much to say about it. And I think it's awesome, especially considering it came out when it did. I'm not mistaken. I know it was late 70s. It might have been it either 78 or 79, but it's a long time ago, and it still holds up very well. So I suggest that you would rewatch it if you have time. It's, it's usually on TV in the summer a lot. Like on uh, TNT, you'll play it a lot in the summer. Maybe not a lot. Maybe like once. <laughs> but they, they play it. But, I mean, you can find movies everywhere. It's probably on YouTube for free. So, so yeah, that's that's the first Alien. All right, so we're going to talk about Aliens, the sequel to Alien. I really liked that they didn't call it Alien 2, because I think that that's always fucking stupid when uh, movies do that. Let's make a new name. You know? I think that mostly started with Rambo and they just kept making them you know first one was Rambo First Blood which is an amazing movie um and then they just started calling them Rambo 2, 3, and 4 and 5 so 
think Rambo is the one that kind of started with the numbering things, but I think Alien 3 is the only one that actually has a number designated to it. Not that that matters, but Aliens is, like I said, it's probably one of the best sequels of all time. Like, you couldn't ask for a better sequel. There's really, I mean, there's really not much wrong with the movie. It's it's really good. I mean, the casting was great. You know, Bill Paxton and um, Sigourney Weaver's back and Michael Bean as Hicks. And it's just, it's a really good, they did a really great job with the movie. Um, I guess my only complaint would be that the ending is um, pretty much the ending from the first one. I have more complaints than that, but the primary complaint is that the ending is exactly the same ending to Alien, um, where they launch the alien out of the out of the ship into the vacuum of space. And that actually happens in the fourth movie and the sixth movie also. <laughs> so they seem to be uh they seem to be obsessed with shooting aliens out out into fucking space. But I mean what are you gonna do? Um I guess my only other complaint would be um I would have liked to see more of the aftermath at the facility um, once they do understand that, you know, aliens fucked everybody up and all that good stuff. Um, I think the character of Newt, uh, the little girl that was the only survivor, I think, I mean, she was pretty good. Um, weaving, weaving in and out of the caverns and little crannies and having a good knowledge of the... Uh, of the facility and everything. And, I mean, once again, it had a good horror element to it, which these movies seem to, you know, carry with them through and through. Um, there's definitely parts of the movie where it's very tense and scary, and especially when they go down and uh, meet the queen and everyone's cocooned up, and it's just, it's creepy and it's great. And it's, the graphics are good because it's, from a time before they're just CGIing everything. Like in today's movies, there could be a tree in the scene and it's more than likely CGI. It's just they're going overboard with uh, special graphics. Special effects, not graphics. But same, it's the same fucking thing. Uh, but they're going overboard with that and there needs to be a happy medium between practical effects and CGI. But overall, I mean, it's a great movie. Uh, Bishop's a cool android in it. Um, I, forget, I forget the actor's name. I think it's, it's something Hendrickson, but he's he plays pretty good uh, throughout the rest of the films. Because he shows up in Alien 3, and then he's also in the first Alien vs. Predator playing the actual man um, that the android's based off of. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, I mean, Aliens is it's great. I mean, there's not much to say about it. Bad, um, if anything. I mean, one of the one of my other favorite scenes is when um, the alien gets on the ship when the pilots come to rescue them and you know kills the kills the girl pilot. I think that's that's a really cool scene. There's just there's, this movie is just it's really good. So there's not much you can say about it, but Aliens is great. It's a it's one of the best sequels of all time and 
it's just a good fucking movie. So, um, yeah, that's, that's Aliens. Okay, so Alien 3 is just, uh, I appreciate that they try to get back to the horror element of it, but just killing off Hicks and Newt, um, off screen or in the beginning kind of was a bad choice. I really think that they should have kept Michael Bean alive, maybe kill Newt, but keep Michael Bean alive for this movie. Uh, the third one came out in 92. I mean, Michael Bean was still a huge star at that point. I don't know why you wouldn't want to capitalize off him and Sigourney Weaver, both, you know, taking the, a, taking the lead role in that movie and making it good. So it's not, it's not that Alien 3 is bad. It's just Alien 3 is very, very boring. Um, you know, they end up crashing at like a prison site and she's, the alien comes out in the prison and they're, this is her and a bunch of prisoners, worker guys, whatever you want to call them. I don't really have any weapons. I don't really have any training and the aliens hunting them down. So I do appreciate it. The first one, Alien 1's more like a horror film in my eyes. And I know they try to get back to that in this one, which is a nice thought and everything, but they just didn't land. And my main, my main beef is I'm killing, killing Hicks, Michael Bean Hicks, um, off right away. I mean, that's, that was just a huge disappointment. I think I might've been what seven when I watched like seven years old when this movie came out. And I remember probably saw it when I was 10, even though it came out when I was seven, uh, but it was just being like, what the fuck? Why'd you kill the the cool guy from the last one? (laughs) So, yeah. So, I mean, alien three, it's not horrible. It's just, it's really boring. Um, that's pretty much all there is to it. And like the director's cut, I guess is like twice as long somehow. And everyone always raves about, Oh, you gotta see the director's cut. It's like, I can't sit through the regular one, you know, <laughs> director's cuts aren't always that good. Um, especially when there's multiple versions of it, it's kind of like Blade Runner. There's like five different cuts of the movie. Um, and Blade Runner is an amazing movie, but that's, that, that's for another time. But Alien 3, I mean, the fact that you kill off Hicks was stupid. Uh, I do like the character design with Sigourney Weaver with her head shaved. I think that's fucking awesome. Um, I mean, it's it's okay. I mean, it's also, I've got to remember, it was made in the early 90s. Uh, movies were kind of taking a weird turn at that point. Uh, the, like, the technology was trying to catch up, and it was like half there and half not. So early to mid-90s action movies are kind of, it's kind of hit or miss, and they're a little strange because of the technology aspect of it. But yeah, it's just, it's unbelievably boring. It really is. Um, I wish they would have made it a little bit better and made a few different choices. Um, maybe have, you know, I don't know, Hicks live. I, I know I'm hung up on that, but that I think that was really, really a poor decision. Um, sounds more of like a committee thinking, poochie style decision to me. But, I mean, who am I? I'm just a guy talking into a phone. I'm not a big, uh, big wig guy in a suit, so I can't really make these movie decisions, but I wouldn't have went that way. just seems foolish, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, Alien 3, it's, it's not the worst thing, but it's just, it's so fucking boring. Like, it's so boring. And, uh, spoiler alert, even though it came out, close to 30 years ago. Uh, she ends up killing herself at the end, jumping into lava, sacrificing herself, hoping 
to destroy herself and the alien that was growing inside of her womb, as we like to call it here on uh, planet Earth, the womb. Hashtag womb life. Hashtag womb. But, uh, so yeah, spoiler alert, 30 year, 30 year old spoiler, spoiler alert. She, uh, she sacrifices herself and kills herself only to find out in the next movie that she had been cloned 200 years later from the DNA they found in the lava, which was somehow preserved. Um, huge, huge plot armor there for bringing her back 200 years later from DNA in lava. So yeah, that'll be the next one we go at is Alien 4. It is Alien 4 is such a mess. Very entertaining. But it is such a fucking mess. Thank you. So Alien 4, uh, like I said in the previous segment, it's it's a fucking mess. It's really entertaining. It's fun to watch, but it is a fucking mess. It's a 1997 mess. Just like watching the Red Wings dominate the Flyers in Stanley Cup in 97. It's, it's a fucking mess. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really entertaining. You get the bad guy from The Crow in it. That's always a good thing. Anything with The Crow is always good. Uh, he plays a leader of, like, the space pirates that, you know, were hired to bring the stuff on board. So he's pretty cool. He's always kind of a menacing asshole in the movies he's in, so he's really good at that. The actor's name is escaping me right now, but he's just Google The Crow, and he's the, he's the bad guy. Crow's a fucking awesome movie, too. So yeah, so he's in it, uh, Ron Perlman's in it, Winona Ryder, Sigourney Weaver, eh, some mid-90s stars there, although Sigourney Weaver's a lady for all seasons, because she's a great actress, and is usually in some pretty weird stuff, which is cool. Seems to be like this, the women that act in sci-fi movies are always kind of in weird stuff, like her, Kate Beckinsale, Sarah Michelle Gellar is always doing some weird shit, Jessica Alba is always doing some weird stuff, so it's, it's pretty cool, honestly. I mean, anything with Jessica Alba, it's, it's pretty great. The Eye, The Eye is a great movie. And I forget the name of the movie, but with her and Hayden Christensen, whenever he's paralyzed, but they think he's in a coma, but he's not. It's, and they're like having sex on top of him and everything. It's, it's a fucked up movie, but it's really good. I can't think of the name of the movie though right now. Jessica Albans is really great. Dark Angel, that dancing movie she was in, it, it was good. But yeah, back to Alien 4. You know, you got Ron Perlman. He's always in a bunch of stuff. Looking ugly as ever, but that's his, that's his way. You got Ron Perlman. You got the guy from The Crow. Uh, you got Winona Ryder post- klepto phase and she was done being a kleptomaniac and got that taken care of but she's in there and Sigourney Weaver once again 200 years later from the last movie she was cloned um, and put on this ship that is doing experiments trying to bring the thing that she fought for so long to kill back to life um, took them 200 years 200 years to figure this shit out I guess um I really don't think they should have done that big of a time jump. That's, I mean, a couple centuries is a long time. But, I mean, whatever. Fox, 97, it was Fox. Ron Perlman's in it. Plot's not going to be a big, uh, big driver in a movie like this. Uh, so basically, they're on the ship. 
the, the she wakes up as the clone. Um, she has an alien baby grown inside of her. It's kind of a mix of her and the xenomorph. And uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, the xenomorph is what they call the aliens. Like that's the official name of the alien race that's always in these movies. There's different classes and different levels of them, but they're they're all xenomorphs. So if you ever hear a xenomorph being talked about, it's that's what it is. Um. So yeah, and so all kind of crazy shit happens, and. Of course, stuff goes wrong and mayhem ensues. And it has one of the most nightmare-inducing, ball-retractingly scary scenes in cinema history in it. Um, they're forced to, to swim underwater to try to get across the other side of the ship because the one side of the ship is flooding. And they're swimming, and as they look behind themselves while they're underwater, the aliens are swimming after them, which haunts my dreams at least once or twice a year. It's it is burnt in my brain as a very scary scene of a movie. Um, and it is just, it's fucking, it's scary. Now, I don't know if they're going for it to be scary, but it, cause not only are these aliens swimming at them, they are swimming fast. They're eating people. They're, it is just, it is, I mean, having to swim across a ship, like be underwater for like four minutes almost is damn near impossible. And then you got aliens chasing you like, Fuck. But, uh, so yeah, that's, that's probably the best scene in the whole movie is the scary underwater alien swimming toward people scene. It's really scary, actually. And so one, you know, there's, I think there's what, six or seven of the space pirates. One by one, they're all getting picked off. Uh, two of them survive, although the one gets his face fucked up by the alien acid when they shoots him. But Ron Perlman lives and the other guy, I think his name's Priest. I forget his name. Uh, but they survive. And what basically happens is, you know, the the baby alien is running amok. He, he looks really stupid. The character design for him was just very bad. Um, and so they end up, he ends up killing a bunch of people and messing everything up. And the big danger of the movie is that when something goes wrong on the ship, it autopilots itself back to Earth. And they're... They're concerned because all these alien specimen are on the ship and they don't want the ship to crash land and have that get out and infect the planet and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so they end up, the baby alien ends up getting killed in a really stupid way. It gets, its entrails get sucked out of the ship through an air vacuum and it's just really, it looks really bad. Um, it looks like somebody, you know, fashioned a football out of spaghetti like leftover spaghetti and then like kicked it out the window. That's, that's what it looks like whenever the baby's stomach gets sucked out of the spaceship. Like I said, technology was trying to catch up with itself, but at the same time you have the matrix coming out the same year with dynamic graphics that blew everybody away. And then this movie's graphics were like total shit. So it's, I mean, who knows? Could have been budgets involved. I don't. I don't fucking know. But I mean, it's an entertaining movie. But it's just there's so many plot holes and the graphics suck, except for the underwater scene. The graphics are like superb, um, for some reason. I mean, that must have been where they blew their budget at. Plus, I hear Ron Perlman doesn't come cheap, so maybe he blew the budget as well. But I mean, it's an it's an okay movie. It just, I mean, it does nothing for the story. And like like I said earlier, like the first two. They should have just ended it there. The story was fine. It was perfect. 
Uh, they could have just had her, Newt, and Hicks, you know, shot into space in cryo sleep, and that would have been it. People could have made their own assumptions about what happened. So, I mean, in three and four, the plot's not really all that important, but four is really entertaining. It's just, it's one of those movies that it's, it's entertaining, but it's fucking stupid. Kind of like The Crow. Like, The Crow's entertaining, but it's, it's pretty fucking stupid at the same time. So, yeah, that was Alien 4. All right, so we're going to talk about um, Prometheus now. Um, we got a lot of hate when it came out. I'm not really, I don't really agree with the hate and the crit- criticism it got. Um, I mean, I think people just didn't give it a, didn't give it a proper chance. It was a, it was a pretty, pretty ambitious movie. Um, Ridley Scott returned to make it. It was kind of, it's a prequel. It was the start of a prequel trilogy to the, that was supposed to be three movies that lead directly into the first film, um, where we find the, the wrecked ship with the alien in it, which we now know and didn't know in the seventies when they made the movie, but, uh, we now know that that alien would be referred to as an engineer, as we find out in Prometheus. So it's it's basically the story of you know the creation of xenomorphs from from the people who made them. Um, it, the story's a little it gets a little confusing, but basically it's the engineers um, who created the aliens and kind of wanted to take revenge on humanity um and the story sets it up where like they created jesus and they were mad because we what happened to him here and it was just that was a lot of controversy around the movie and around the storyline was the religious aspect of it um i guess i mean a lot of the religious groups were calling it blasphemy and this and that and everything else kind of like how they attacked the golden compass and got that entire franchise canceled because the holy rollers were uh in full full force complaining about that movie um so yeah this i mean the story is a little it's definitely cool um it's there's a lot of good actors in the movie um you know guy pierce is in it idris alba charlize theron michael fassbender who's great in every movie he does and so we get the typical alien movie where, you know, they go out and go out into the planet and bad things happen and they end up bringing somebody back on the ship who they probably shouldn't have. And then we get to the point where, you know, at the end of the movie, David, who's played by Michael Fassbender and I forget the woman who plays Shaw, but they, David was ripped, you know, he got ripped up by a, engineer that they've came across on the planet so he he was just a robot head <laughs> uh, by the time the movie ended but the robot head of david and shaw um escaped the planet on the engineer ship and they set it to go you know, set the coordinates to home so it'll take them to the home world of the engineers and it's a it's a pretty good line by Shaw at the end of the movie. 
And she states, like, oh, we want to see where they came from and see why they hate us and this and that and everything else. So, all in all, I mean, all in all, it's uh, people rip it apart, but I, I think it's a pretty entertaining movie. And at the end of the day, that's really, really all you're looking for is to be entertained. I think the plot could have been a little bit more, you know, made a little bit more sense. I think it kind of, it kind of got complicated for the sake of being complicated. But it's, you know, it's, it's visually stunning. It's, it's, I mean, it, I like it. <laughs> I know I'm in the minority there, but I, I like the film a lot. Um, but people, I mean, it was supposed to be, like I said, this trilogy that went into the very first Alien movie, like literally the, led right into it. Like the third movie in the trilogy was supposed to end with the alien crashing on the planet that we see in um, Alien. So, I, I mean, I don't know if they'll still end up doing that because since people complained so much, the sequel we got to Prometheus was not the intended sequel, um, which we'll, we'll talk about here in a few seconds, uh, Alien Covenant. But yeah, so Prometheus, I mean, I would if I had to rank it, I would give it like a B minus in my mind. I'm sure most people would give it like a C minus or a D, but I would give it like a B minus. I think the acting was really good and like I said, the plot got a little bit too complicated, needlessly, but all in all, it, it's, I think it's an entertaining, good movie, and the endings, the end fight's really cool, when the engineer has to fight the, uh, is trying to kill Shaw and the little alien baby that she had, that turns into a xenomorph and ends up fighting him and getting, they're able to escape while he's preoccupied with that, but. I mean, I think it's great. No, I wouldn't say great. <laughs> Jumped the gun on that a little bit. It's entertaining. It's, it's like, I don't hate it. A lot of people hate it. I think it's fine. But yeah, that was, um, that's Prometheus. A very short, um, review slash critique of it. So that, I mean, you can go on YouTube and there's people who have hour long videos bashing it and, Critiquing it and ripping it apart, but I'm not. That's not what this podcast is for. I mean, it kind of is, but not at that level. So yeah, I mean, that was uh, that was Prometheus. All right, so this brings us to Alien Covenant, um, which was the sequel to Prometheus. Um, Alien Covenant came out in 2017. It was. I would say it's probably, it wasn't as hated as Prometheus, but people still had a problem with it. It, it. The fans seem to have a completely different perception of the franchise than the people that make it, uh, vice versa. So I feel like people are going to complain no matter what. Um, but just like Prometheus, I mean, Alien Covenant, I know that they changed the story because the fans complained so much, which was, you really shouldn't pander to the fans complaining. Um, you should stick the course and maybe just, maybe the target's fine. You just need to adjust your aim a little bit. But, um, I think that, I think this movie is pretty cool. 
Um, there's a lot of weird philosophical stuff in the middle of it. Um, a little bit too much flute playing, too. Um, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm speaking on uh, in regards to the flute. Um, there's, I mean, there's some scary moments, which is good. Um, whenever the two women are trying to fight the thing in the medical bay and it keeps slipping in the blood blood spot, I think that's pretty sweet. Um, you know, the, the main problem that they did was they, they had to end up releasing like a, a couple of short videos, like additions to the movie to explain things, which is, um, if you have to release extra footage after the movie comes out to explain the plot to people because you're so kind of wishy-washy with a little bit of the back backstory to it, um, maybe you should have spent a little bit more time. Figuring that out and putting that into the theatrical release, not expecting people to watch some, you know, extra footage on the Blu-ray or some YouTube thing you released to explain your movie. Because, I mean, if you have to go to the lengths of that to explain your movie, then your original process wasn't really um, jiving. Plus, I mean, why did you, why did you cast James Franco to kill him off, like, right away? Silly. But uh, at the end of this movie, we have a, uh, you know, there, a lot of the people were in cryo sleep, and then as the new version of Shaw, since D David killed Shaw, trying to make her into the alien queen, um, and it didn't quite pan out the way he hoped. Um, so this movie ends with a lot of people in cryo sleep, and then Daniels thinks that. Um, The, right before she goes into her cry of sleep, she finds out that, you know, the bad version of the android is the one that put her in there, and um, she desperately tries to get out, but then the cry of sleep puts her out um, after she finds out that it's the evil version that is on the ship. And so we set, set sail at the end here with, um, I forget the number, it's over like 100 people that are in cry of sleep, and Basically, what's going to happen in the next movie, whenever we do eventually get it, is David's going to infect all these people with the alien. So they're going to have chest bursts, aliens coming out of them when they wake up. So that, that'll that be pretty cool. Um, and there's a lot of scary moments in this movie. Like they said, that scene when they're fighting them and keep slipping on the blood, that's pretty awesome. And then the uh, xenomorph attacking them when they're trying to get off the planet, attacking the ship. It's really, it's really fucking awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, this movie has its flaws, and once again, the fans kind of shit all over it, but I think it was fine. I like it. Um, I ended up getting vertigo the day after I saw it in the theater, so I, was, I have like this weird um, connection to the movie of the time that I had really bad vertigo. Just a little, it's a side note, I guess it didn't really need to be in the episode, but after I saw it, I got vertigo. That's, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have to, sure it has nothing to do with the movie, but it's always my like correlation. Um, so I always feel a little bit weird when I rewatch it just because I get these like, I don't know, 
vertigo flashbacks in my head whenever I'm watching the movie. It's, I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> but it's entertaining. It's good. I'm excited for the next one. See where they go with it. Um, I know they're going to have to put the the David plot in it a little bit of him. Clearly he's going to implant everybody with these um, aliens to breed his little army to try to get revenge on the engineers. So... All in all, I mean, it's entertaining, but I'm I'm looking forward to the, what the sequel will do and see if they keep the, the plan going to have it bleed directly into the original Alien movie. So yeah, that was um, Alien Covenant. Oh, and there's a really cool um, uh, shower sex scene where I don't know why people in bad situations think it's a you know, good idea to be banging in the shower um but they get it it's pretty cool they get fucking they get killed while they're banging but it's pretty awesome so yeah that was that was alien covenant hey everybody so that's a wrap on the alien franchise i appreciate you listening uh next week we'll be taking a look at the mcu the marvel cinematic universe We'll talk about what's already come from the 12 years of movies that they've had so far and you know what's coming down the line. Thanks for listening as always. And as always, you can catch me on Twitter at MothershipCon5. Or you can hit see it's up at uh, Blogspot at mothershipconnection.blogspot.com. Thanks. Thanks.